Sometimes, like when I'm bored, yeah. like I'll just jump on and just see what's up. But I'm, I'm never on the app. Like I can, I can go months without opening the app. Yeah, and no. Until you... I need to like edit like a video or a gym video or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, TikTok's you got. Go. Do you know what TikTok is so addictive? Um, I've heard it is so addictive. Literally, you open the app, and two hours later, <laughs> you're still on there. It is so bad hectic and what is it is it just like watching video after video and just like yeah. and is it like specific content that you follow that you like or you just yeah. deviate towards whatever you come across so you just go down a rapid hole i think what tiktok is good at is so they've got what they call a for you page which is like the algorithm doing its thing um and it bringing up the sort of type of videos that you like or the type of people that you follow so i think it's really good at that um so that's how you kind of get into a rabbit hole of like watching videos um and uh-huh. the thing about tiktok is it's funny and sometimes it's actually educational right so it like if you're, if you're into cooking there's like really cool cooking videos um like if you're into like you you're you're like a gym guy like there's loads of gym stuff there's like i follow like women who lift so you start following all those mm-hmm. and, and like learning and, and getting routines and stuff like that and then some people do like story time mm-hmm. where they'll talk about their dates um and and literally like yeah tiktok has everything and i think the funniest thing or the, the genius about it is right it just shows how creative people are right we don't have to wait for broadcasters and producers to give us a script to create entertainment right in literally those videos are usually what a minute two minutes max yeah yeah and then there's thousands of people that just create their own content and it's hilarious and it's funny i actually always almost always come across tiktok videos on whatsapp statuses or yeah um someone's reposted on twitter or instagram or whatever and then that's even more hilarious exactly exactly and and the funny thing is i so the reason i was asking if you're on tiktok is because I find that I now talk in TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so there are certain sounds that become yeah. sort of viral. I mean, I'm sure you've kind of seen them even on Twitter or wherever. Um, so, for example, you know, I was going to say, you know, when we're talking about, when we're playing around and, um, I, uh, you know, you were saying, oh, you know, I was hoping that I would sneak in and we're kind of like <laughs> sort of, 
not hiding who you are but what i was going to say yeah was, so what i was about to say was those who get it get it those who don't don't which is a tiktok sound <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it forget about it yeah and then there's that one you get it if you don't get it forget, yeah, about, forget it. about it that video always kills me whenever i see it i'm always dead, get out of always here. dead. yeah but anyway, let's let let's get into it. Um, if you're listening for the first time, welcome to Girl in Sky's podcast with me, Natasha. We've got a very I was it's not even a guest, like <laughs> the unofficial Girl in Sky's uh, permanent co-host. <laughs> yes, I've got uh, permanent so residency here. Yourself. I've got permanent residence here. Anyways, uh, hi, my name is Senna. How do you guys do it? How do you and and Kelly do the thing? Sorry, do the oh, thing. Because um, we normally say, uh, I'm Natasha, then she'll say, cool. then I say, I sometimes go by Nat. Okay, let's go, let's go, okay, let's run, let's run, let's run. Um, okay, so, uh, I'm Senna, and then you'll say, I sometimes um, go by Nat. Yeah, so I sometimes go by Nat. And I always go by Senna, like literally, don't you? Oh, oh my God. Let's anything. Let's, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love this. I love this. So welcome to Gellis Guys Podcast with me, Natasha. And Senna. I sometimes go by Nat. And I always go by Senna. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Senna, Senna. Um, those of you who don't know, Senna is... Uh, co-host of six foot weights our young brother pod uh if you guys don't uh if you guys haven't listened to it you should check it out i'm a salad you know (laughs) (laughs) those guys who who i was about to say you picked in high school (laughs) i wish yo if I, I i i definitely didn't pick in high school i can tell you that for free <laughs> um yo high school i was i was just that guy who knew everyone and uh-huh. i just did my own thing and i i just i was there i got my 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 certificates didn't set the world lights but then i was just like super cool with almost most of it you know just that person yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah. nothing to you won't find me on the honors board, but <laughs> um, I think from there, um, I've just sort of grown mm. into me, which is cool. Which yeah, is- I was, we've we've we 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 have seen the growing into you. I saw some Instagram thirst traps. I was about the to comment. Ah, hey, this is some dollar. <laughs> I just liked. I just liked. I said, "Ha, ah, okay, all right." Said Abiso. Hey, I, 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 I not It's Justin Beach. Justin mm-hmm. Beach. But you, you know what you're doing. You know what. No, you're everyone. Doing. Every once in a while, you must post one just for your own self-esteem. Uh huh. Oh yeah, for your own self-esteem. But uh but yeah, no, but I think going back to the school thing, I'm very similar. I was not and an, not notable in any way. The only people who know me are people who are my friends. Um, maybe I was friends with like popular people, but I never yeah at school at all. I don't think any of the teachers would even remember me. <laughs> like <laughs> I, like and, and the thing is I kind of blame it on I so I'm 
hey, I was about to so, give the year I was born, but hold on, hold up, hold up, hold up. But anyway, um, so I was, so I'm a January baby, so like my birthday is 31 January, but I went to school with um people who were a year ahead of me, right? So okay. I, so. So I started school when I was five. I started grade one at five. Okay. Um, just because like Okoko was a teacher and I didn't do nursery. So it was like, well, it's time for the, for her to, to get into school. So it was okay. But I actually, when looking back, I do think it affected my kind of social development. Because I, I never, I don't know, like I... I was always like the young person, mm. um, if that makes sense. Where other people, when they if say if you're like in form four, like all the people are confident, but I, I think I always lagged a little bit behind because actually I was a year younger. Yeah, and it's usually just like it literally borders on a little like like self confidence can little can turn on the smallest of things, right? Yeah. It can be confidence in the way that you appear, confidence in the way that you communicate, and in yeah. school, confidence in your age, right? Maybe if you're playing yeah. sports with a year that's younger, you might feel like, ah, okay, these ones are older than me, a little bit. Yeah, and exactly. Might go into a bit of a shell sometimes, not even realizing it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think I think so when are you you've grown into Natasha Lewis Mazio. Yeah, like so, you're also so posting. I, you see, when you're on holiday, Nat, Lawana, when your enemies are after you. Yes, so like, my ah, enemies are after me. Tell my enemies, Lawa, hey. <laughs> there were there were peak peak enemies. Ah, so noise from time to time. Even you know the the aunties. Such a you, you're the one who keeps saying the aunties are fighting. The aunties are fighting. I actually almost say them like, ah, oh, the aunties are fighting. That's why I was not calling. <laughs> you sh- no, you should just say it. No, can, 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 you, can you please go back? Because I posted one on Twitter. Can you please go back and say the aunties are fighting? <laughs> I, I give you permission because I'm All looking right. for an uncle or a cool. So, <laughs> so please go to tweet and say the aunties are fighting. So every what? time I'm drinking my two liters of water, I'm like, oh, so let me sort the aunties are fighting. <laughs> No, well. we're out here. We're out here. No, 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 no. Um, okay, so just before we kind of get into the meat of it, uh, just a summary of our previous episode, which was episode a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out and big ups and congratulations for that. It was a really awesome episode. I enjoyed watching it. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So episode 100, and shout out to Goli. Um, and those of you who didn't listen to last week's episode, Goli did say that she's going home. Um, so that's why Senna has kindly, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's kindly here with us today. So um, hey, Goli, hopefully everything's going well at home. So yeah, so like last week, we, um, so first of all, thank you so much to all the people that sent voice notes and that we edited into the episode. So we had asked our Patreon guys to send through uh, some, you know, messages and also to our young brother Pod. So thank you to you, Senna, and to Tawa for your messages. Yes, um, it was really, really heartfelt. Um, so some of the messages that we got. So on Instagram, 
Nessa Ness was like, oh, my favorite pod. Thank you, ladies, for the work you do and congratulations. Um, and then on my Norma Ish was like, congrats, you've done a great job so far. Too many more episodes. Uh, and Enchanted Kitchen by Shemaine said, Congratulations, ladies. Um, and then Vmash82 was like, Congratulations, ladies, too many more episodes. Um, and then we asked for some of the highlights of the episode and some people were like, oh, they previously enjoyed our Father's Day episode. Someone said, oh, they liked the Daddy Issues episode on Patreon. That was deep. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, oh, yeah. Oh, you saw that one, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I did. no, no. Like, yo, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so on Patreon, we kind of, you know, we, we go deeper, we go deep. Remember, Senna, I said, you know, you can come on Patreon and tell us about your besties and, you know, why you are not claiming Umalugazana. Um, yeah, times have changed, Sakuluma, but yeah, things... Life comes at you fast. That's what ah! I Okay, let me finish the comments and then we'll come back. Um... On, so on Twitter, Samge Chuma said, I'm proud of you ladies, well done. Um, Shemaine Mkwairas, like, congratulations, guys. Here's to many more episodes. Um, and then uh, Komi Tinashe was like, uh, Mina, all I heard on Girl in Skies was deny, deny, deny. <laughs> we went through some dilemmas. Honesty is um, overrated. Yes, honesty is <laughs> overrated. Um, but yeah, and then shout out to, to the people that uh, just sent us, you know, bought us some coffees, you know, to keep us going. So shout out to, I think it was Mrs. O, um, also Ruba, um, and someone who said, titled themselves not important. But I mean, you are important to us. So thank you guys. So yeah, no, no, like it was really overwhelming to kind of get that. Um, yeah. To getting people um just just sort of saying that they appreciate the work that we do um and yeah no thank you thank you guys uh, send that back to you life comes at you fast yeah it does it really does it really does so i mean i could come and talk about uh, all those things on the pod it would not be appropriate at this moment in time okay uh, okay no 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 yeah. listen open invitation <laughs> Um, take your time. We'd be having a separate conversation if I came on. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's it's it's. I feel like there's some good news. Hey, Angaz, Angaz. Mm. <laughs> I feel like there's some good. No, I like it. I like but, it. I but like yeah, it. we we will have we'll have that chat. I'll come on. Um, yeah. At a different stage, maybe after Tabo's wedding, or maybe I don't know when but I, I'll, I'll definitely come back and we'll expand on it and go in depth. Yeah, no, no, there's no rush. There's no rush. But uh, but I, I I like the tone, you know. I, I, I feel there's some progress that's happening. I feel we've turned a corner from two years talking stages. <laughs> can I just say, though, can I just say, I still maintain that six months is the oh ultimate base. And even right now, uh, current successes indicate that six months is the benchmark with which you must oh, use. Oh, my all... God. Yeah, no, no. For all of those things, six months is the bare minimum. Uh, okay. Okay. 
hey, d- 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 different strokes for different folks. Um, <laughs> but no, we hear you. We hear you. No, and 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 we we. No, I, I, is that tool and young or I can get too excited. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's just quickly go to the politics. Um, so just quickly, um, turning to Zimbabwe politics. Uh, a lot of you guys listening will know that I've kept saying that I, I have just been so uninspired by Zim politics, but as you will have it. The one thing that Zim will do is give you spe- spectacles, <laughs> and they'll of be course. drama before <laughs> before elections, uh, which are next year in twenty twenty three. So there's been a picture that's been floating uh, on uh, on social media, uh, which had um, Madam Togozani Kupe, um, who some of you will know that was previously one of the you know, main members of MDC, the main opposition party, um, yeah. before the, the various splits and the like. Um, but more recently, um, you know, they are, well, she was the leader of MDCT. This is before <clears throat> Douglas Monzora sort of came into the picture. So there have been just so many splinters of MDC um and there are a lot of people that feel very strongly about the stance that she has taken and that how that yeah. has affected the party um, and her alignment, her perceived alignment to ZANU-PF. So, so there was a picture of her, <clears throat> just that background, with uh, Welshman Nube, who is uh, one of the vice presidents of um, Chamisa's party. So you'll remember that we talked about yeah. um, that there's a new party, CCC, Citizens Convergence for Change, um, with Tendai BT as vice president, uh, Welshman Mube as, as the other. Um, so there's a picture of Togozani Kupe, Welshman Mube, and Bebe, who is also part of CCC. So all these people are original MDC people, but obviously have gone sort of different ways. And understandably, the picture has caused a lot of, yeah, like reaction from people. Um, I think some people are like, what's happening? Is Togozani Kupe now coming into CCC, which is this new party still led by Nelson Chamisa? Uh, or they're asking, is, you know, is she going to be now part of the leadership? You know, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen some really interesting um, sort of conversations around it. And so there are people who feel very strongly. Um, and I know some people have said, I think the CCC's stance is this is a party for citizens. Um, so if a citizen wants to be, you know, in the party, we cannot stop them. I know this question mm-hmm. has come up with like Jonathan Moyer, for example, um, who has, you know, sounded positive noises about Nelson Chamisa, CCC, and the question keeps coming up, you know, all these people who were perceived to be anti-democracy, how do we deal with them? And their stance is always, this is a citizen's party, it's a, you know, open tent type thing. Um, And then I think there's another thing, which is, I think there's a perceived, there's a perception that Tawazani Kupe holds power in terms of the Matebeleland vote, um, which is interesting to me because I remember I had a conversation with someone a few weeks ago where they were like, oh, mm-hmm. she's a broker. And I was like, ah, 
I respect things that she's done, but I don't feel like she's a broker. When I speak to people from Metabellion, either abroad or yeah. at home, I don't, I don't feel people saying, oh, what is, what is Umama Kupe saying? You know, we're going yeah. to follow her. I, I don't think mm-hmm. that's right. I'll just stop there just because I'll, I'll, I had more to say, but I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on if you've seen that picture. Yeah. Mm. So I saw the picture, but I think you've, you've added a bit of context to it. So I saw the yeah. picture a few days ago and I was just like, oh, okay. One of those things on Twitter where you just scroll past and I've, over the just for my own background, for my own sort of mental health, sometimes I've mm. stayed away from discussing politics, immigration, xenophobia, any of those things on Twitter, yeah. just because you easily your right to be, your right to move around, your right to work, even across South Africa and Zimbabwe, just is it becomes like a topic of discussion and debate and conversation and. It's always uncomfortable, you know, people talking about your human rights as a currency just to put for political point scoring. So mm. I, I always just move along from that stuff very quickly. But touching on the Kupe situation, Zimbabweans have a very sort of sensitive relationship with elections and political parties. We have trust issues. Mm. And that's just because we all recognize that okay, maybe I don't know who people vote for, regardless of who you want to vote for. But a lot of people in opposition camps believe that in order to remove um, the ruling party, um, we're stronger together, right? Yeah. So anyone who ever comes to say, no, I'll stand by myself and I'll run by myself is seen as a divider. Like you're just Mm -hmm. trying to split votes. You're working with Zanu to take votes away from um, back then. I think they're accused of taking votes away from Chamisa's MDC, by running Uh on the Twangirai ticket. Uh So people have always had sort of those trust issues. So her political career is controversial in that sense, right? Because ultimately, Uh it's like, do you trust her enough to believe that she's not in cahoots with the ruling party, right? So there's that. Uh So a lot of people are still like, "Mm -mm, we haven't forgiven you for that. And if you're going to be incorporated into the new party, how do we know that you're not here to, you know, you're not a snake that's here to what, um, mm. steal and destroy, right? Yeah. Um, that just might be your way in. Secondly, um, on the point of her being a proxy for sort of Matibeland, I don't think that's the case. Um, mm. I can speak very clearly that no one, I don't think, has ever viewed her as some sort of representative of Ndebele people, people in Bulawayo. Yeah. Yes, she might have... Um, a, a local base of people who will vote for her just because of her tribe. But mm. I don't think it's significant enough for people to claim she's using that as a proxy. Yeah. Um, and third, look, the party, if the party's for citizens and the right leaders in the opposition party have, you know, had discussions with her and they're assured that, look, um, it's for their benefit politically. Mm. Um, obviously, I mean, I'm... I'm not sure what happens behind the scenes or what the truth actually is. A lot of us are having these views and debates on social media based on rumors that we've heard or things mm-hmm. that we, we've we heard from X, Y, Z, or things that we believe. Some may be conspiracies, some may be the truth, but ultimately, mm. uh, you know, the pic- a picture's a picture, right? They haven't said anything, yeah. I assume. 
Um, mm -hmm. And until they say, no, look, she's joining the party in some sort of capacity, she's starting her own party, or she's just continuing as a citizen, she has no role to play, that's also uh -huh. fine. Um, but it, it all feeds back to that point where people in Zimbabwe who don't want the ruling party know that the chances of the ruling party losing any further elections is strongly dependent on a united opposition. And that's yeah. why when you have guys like Monzora, you know, running their own sort of MDC, mm. always comes across as if oh, you're just there to split votes so that the ruling party can stay ruling, right? Yeah. So we have very big trust issues as a country, and mm. that's not going to go away soon. And unfortunately, when there's trust issues, it's very easy for all sorts of stories to be peddled and all sorts of conversations and debates to be had. And that's where some people will be like, ah, no, just because they want the Nibela vote. No, it may not uh -huh. be the case, right? Maybe she's uh -huh. a very good politician. Um, uh -huh. Maybe she's a great leader. Maybe she's a great personality. Uh -huh. We don't know all of those things. Um, and that's where I will just say, you know, maybe just wait for official communication and uh -huh. then a picture is really just a picture. Yeah. Well said. Absolutely well said. Um, I think what I would add to that is what I thought was really, really interesting, which kind of made me think, mm, okay. So I saw uh, Dr. Alex Magaisa tweeting, and I think he's, we all know he's sympathetic to the opposition, you know, think that that's, that's his home, right? Um, very sort of like, you know, brothers with Chamisa and the like. But but this is what he, he said. Um, it was like a thread. Um, and I'll just read out one of the tweets, right? Where he was like, the bond of trust between political elites in the cockpit and the passengers is very important. It is fragile and must be handled with care. People yes. don't want to be taken for granted or to have their emotions on a merry-go-round. Explain your movements. So I thought actually... I think that was a fair point. Yes, it's a picture, but explain. Mm. Okay, you know, we're yeah. meeting with, with, with um, you know, Umamu Kupe, you know, because, yeah, you know, yeah. We, we have a history with her. Um, and, and for her maybe to come out and just say, no, just, 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 just meeting and talking. We're just having dialogue. It's the beginning of a dialogue. Um, but I think what people don't want is another situation where, you know, yeah, you know, like you say, there's a trust issue mm -hmm. um, and you don't want another situation where now there's not going to be CCCT. Or exactly, exactly. And, and so I, I thought that was fair. And 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 he's he's 100% right, right? Um, and that's why I feel it's important for them to come out and say, look, this is what it is. Unfortunately, yes, a, a picture is just a, I know in my opinion, a picture is just mm -hmm. a picture before the average person is not just a picture, right? They can deduce yeah. so much from it. Someone even said to Witty, she's wearing um, a dress that's yellow or whatever, so it means Witty, <gasps> you know? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't even recognize that. I think it's mustard, but okay, fine. <laughs> hey, whatever. But I saw a tweet that said that Witty, yeah. yeah, so if she's wearing a mustard or a yellow dress, Witty, she's down with the move. And I'm like, no, it might yeah. not be the case. Um, but yeah, it's, we have big trust issues. That's just because we've gone down so many almost as, mm. as a country, um, mm. almost there, almost on the brink of 
some sort of change, right? Whether it came yeah. from the opposition party, whether it came from the ruling party itself, whether it mm. came from another opposition party, we've just always been at the brink of, okay, maybe this is the moment where um, our country changes for the better. And then it doesn't mm. happen, and then we're back to square one. Then the opposition yeah. gathers momentum and then split. Then you think, oh, okay, whatever. Mm. The ruling party itself, um, they removed the incumbent at the time in 2017, and you think maybe this is it, and then it's not the case. So mm. there's just so many things that create a very difficult relationship of trust between the voters and the parties that that are that are in power. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to the point that you made about the influence that um, Tawazani Kope has on Matebele land, um, Zenzele tweeted uh, something which I thought was really interesting. And, and the point that you're making about the dilution of opposition, as it were. Um, so he said that in 2000, in the year 2000, uh, 21 this is when we were being born Senna, in 2000 uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like if making that the case yeah <laughs> he's like 21 of the 23 23 constituencies uh, this is unverified but i'm just going by his his tweet uh 21 of the 23 constituencies in metabellaland were won by mdc and then he broke it down further it was like in bulai they got 83.6% of the vote in Mud North 73.6, Mud South 59.3. And then it said in 2018, it was the first time that so MTC Alliance, so this was Chamisa, BT, Welshman Movie, all the, the, the different alliances coming together, that it was the first time that they MTC had received less than 50% of the vote. So they received 49.5% mm. of the vote. And MTCT under Tozani Kope received um, about, I think it was eight point something percent of the vote. Um, and then out of all the smaller parties, MDCT had about 25.1 percent of the vote, which actually shows that those who say that an ununified opposition is not helpful, I think these figures support that. Mm. Um, and I think also these figures to me show that this idea that there is this big influence that Dr. Togozani Kope has, I don't think the figures supported the performance from 2018, which was the time where people were going to be more confused, really, mm. with yes, MDC 100%. Alliance and MDCT. And obviously some of the votes were that uh, she received or her party yeah. received is because there was still that confusion. So actually it could have been far less than that. Um but, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting. And just the last point for me, <laughs> uh, what I thought was, so it's with all these things, right, it's easy to talk facts. Yeah. But what I started sort of seeing on social media is then the tribal aspect coming out, right? That Welshman Mube, Tongzani Kupe, Bebe. You know, it was like unsaved, mm. like... There's like Ndebele people sort of sticking together. So you can then see then the tone of the criticism just takes a change. turn that in a way that you can't even support. Like, so I personally, I, I was just like, you know, I, I try not to comment on Zim politics, you know, as much just because yeah. sometimes I just feel like I'm not as informed as I would like to be in terms yes, of 100%. everything that's happening. 
and you just feel the, the just that tinge of ah. Oh, so so now I'm like, I can't go harsh on Utogazani <laughs> Cooper because because you also feel like you know I need to pick a side in a way. You're not even pick a side, but go I recognize towards... because I recognize tribalism. I recognize yeah. the language that is used um, to, 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 to sort of discredit Ndebele people. Um, mm. I, I recognize that I'm seeing it. Even if they may be quote-unquote wrong, maybe Welshmen, they, they should maybe ex- explain. Um, but, but, but yeah, I think that's the thing with Zim. It's just like the tribalism just comes through. Then you just get people who are just like, we cannot be bothered. I'm not going to put myself on the front line um, sort of critiquing Togazani Kupe for you guys to then be tribalist and sexist, mm. you and know. Sexist. So when you go into politics, um, you, you're open to criticism, but you should be open to political criticism. I think yeah. once it reaches tribalism and, and um, sexism especially, that's yeah. a bigger societal problem. It's reflective of a societal problem in, in the country. And yeah. we should we should never allow ourselves or allow other people to go down that route ever. Exactly. Um, I think it shouldn't be tolerated in any discourse. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. But um, no, no, interesting, interesting. So I'll just quickly um touch on a story that I saw that I thought it would be interesting to discuss with you. So um there is a lawyer. Um, a Kenyan lawyer called Paul Gichero. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. So he has been, um, so he's in front of the International Criminal Court, ICC, The Hague, um, and he's been charged with um, bribing um, witnesses, um, which led to a collapse of a previous case that was being looked at by the ICC. So they've accused him of playing a key role um, in the scheme to thwart the trial of Ruto. So Ruto was the deputy president um, of uh, the Kenyan president, Uhuru Kenyatta, um, and was a candidate in uh, Kenya's presidential elections. Um, so they've been charged with um, bribing. So, so this lawyer has been charged with you know, uh, bribing people. So my understanding of this is there was a case that was brought to The Hague um, against the then Deputy President Ruto. This was following um, ethnic violence after a disputed 2007 election uh, in which uh, one approximately 1,200 people died. Um, but the case collapsed because uh the, the 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 witness statements were were inconsistent the evidence just wasn't adding up um and i think there's a lot of frustration and the case then collapsed but what then what has now happened is that they've now brought paul gichero they've identified that you know he was one of the people that was a pr- you know, allegedly bribing witnesses um, to falsify their statements at The Hague. So it was interesting to me just for a number of reasons. One, because I've never actually come across um, such a case where 
the Hague is charging a lawyer. I'm, I'm sure he's a top lawyer in Kenya, um, but I'm more familiar with them charging leaders and, you know, people that have done genocides and, and the like. Um, mm-hmm. And I just thought it was also interesting that it's almost, it feels kind of double je- jeopardy-like. because In a way. You know, this, yeah, because this is based on a previous case against uh, Deputy President Ruto that collapsed, um, but then they're now looking into it. So, so yeah, I just thought it was, uh, you know, I mean, he has um, said that he stated that he's not guilty. Um, that 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 is his stance, um, and it's a case that's ongoing. So it's one that I'm just keen, you know, on you know, how it will go. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to get your views, not just on this particular case, um, but just on the Hague and the ICC and, you know, how they choose cases, what they choose to pursue, um, just because I thought it was quite interesting. Um, so ICC, so historically, right, for, for, for those who don't know, um, I think I'm trying to remember the year it was. I think it was set up in 2002, uh-huh. um, as the only sort of permanent international court with jurisdiction from wherever. So set up as an, like an a, the criminal arm of the United Nations, right? So you, the UN has like food aid, it has UNICEF, uh, World WFP, World Vision, and a whole bunch of things, right? Uh-huh. Including um, a trademarks office, a commercial thing trades and all, all that stuff, right? But then they want, the Security Council then wanted um, a court that would deal with uh, international crimes, right? So somewhere where heads of state who were, uh, how can I put it? Heads of states who were committing acts of genocide could be brought within the Security Council and imprisoned, and it could trump sort of local laws in that sense, right? Uh-huh. Um, now, the, the, the big problem is there's different stages to which you can be a member of the ICC, of the, the Hague, right? So you could right. choose for your country to be a party of the International Criminal um, Court. So you uh-huh. can choose to be a member state. So there's about 123 member states, so 42... Um, have neither signed nor become parties to the statute, right? The statute is the one that basically says that, okay, um, the people from your country or whatever, if we find criminals in your country, they can be brought before The Hague. And Uh then, you know, so South Africa was a signatory member, right? South Africa once signed the thing. Um, A whole bunch of countries did. Um, But there's a few which did not. This is where it becomes very interesting because it's almost optional, right? So Uh when they sold the idea, African, South American countries, some um, North American, Canada did, but a lot of countries then decided they are going to sign um, Uh the Rome Statute, which basically gives the ICC the power, right? Yeah. But then the big guys um, decided either not to sign or to withdraw. This is where it it becomes sketchy, right? So the USA, for example, and most of Europe um, decided they're not going to be part 
of of this mess we're not going we want to be prefects we want to yep. bring ourselves before the hague so right. in that sense um the hague loses credibility right because if yeah. the countries were signed the thing you can choose whether or not they want to be bound by it and if i consider myself to have a human rights issue i'm just may not i may not ratify it i may not give myself power to the icc or give myself up yeah. to the icc so a few years ago not sure if you remember the story but it was in the news um president of sudan omar al-bashir uh-huh. he was guilty of many like human rights violations right and uh-huh. south africa was a fully signed member of the icc a full signatory right. al-bashir landed in pretoria uh-huh and the Hague immediately said, South Africa, you're a member state, arrest this man and then bring him before the Hague because you're a member state, right? That's the agreement. That's what we agreed mm-hmm. on. Yeah. At the time, President Zuma then decided they're not going to do it. Um, they can. They just won't arrest Al-Bashir. And then it was basically a big, well, what's, what's the issue then? I mean, mm. if 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 you're not going to arrest him what's the point of having the court but then a lot of yeah. african leaders um also robert Mugabe, also criticized them in the sense that well we can't sign up to this thing if you guys won't do it we're basically it's, it seems to be targeted at african leaders at south american uh-huh. leaders and nothing to do with international criminal justice there's more of you guys wanting to be prefects of everyone else uh-huh. and that's where it's faced a lot of criticisms that's where its power is questioned a bit um in terms of this current case right uh-huh. so he was disrupting an icc process right so the uh-huh. president deputy president uh, william ruto i think it was he's the one yeah. brought before the icc so this lawyer is also before the Hague, probably for compromising their process. Mm-hmm. So it's not targeted at um, state leaders alone, right? It, it goes beyond that. So, you right. know, Joseph Corney? Yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so he's probably one of the most wanted um, ICC fugitives. To this day, he's mm-hmm. been on the run, I think, for God knows how many years. Yeah. Yeah, and they just haven't been able to get him like they've been looking they've been looking for him for years right so he's Mm. probably one of the most notorious fugitives and he's still at large right they he's got soldiers he's out there in the bushes in uganda but he's not he's not a state leader but he's probably one of the Mm. most prominent icc fugitives so it can Mm. be anyone anyone can catch the smoke yeah no, that th- thank you so much for that background. That's really helpful um, because I didn't want to give my <laughs> hunch without evidence um, yeah. because it it does feel like the there's a disproportionate indictment of African leaders in comparison to other places, and it just could be because maybe more of them are signatories. Um, yeah. But, you know, no Latin American despot has been brought before the ICC. You know, they would never indict, you know, the Tony Blairs of this world, the George Bushes of this world. 
Um, so I, I can see how African countries would could perceive that there's a bias, you know, against them by The Hague. There is. And there, there is an evident bias, right? So their intention, and that's why they didn't sign it, right? The big countries in the Security Council. The Security Council of the UN, funny enough, consists of, I think, is it five countries? Uh-huh. Let me just have a look at that quickly. Um, but I think it's the USA. Um, it's the UK. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's a... Also, there's permanent members of the Security Council, right? So it's it's China, France, Russia, UK, USA, and then those are the five permanent members. And then you have non-permanent members, Albania, Brazil, Gabon, Ghana, India, Uh UAE, Mexico, Kenya, Norway. So those five are basically like the prefects of the world. And they're like, okay, let's roll out with a court, but we won't be subject to it. And you're like, ah. (laughs) the point. <laughs> exactly exactly so do you think like sometimes the icc tries to show its teeth you know like sometimes when you have a toothless organization or mm. some type of regulator or adjudicator that you know they'll always try and flex their muscle where they yep. can to sort of show uh you know this is why we're here mm-hmm. and that was the whole issue with the Mohammed um the Al Bashir incident. Yeah. Um, Omar Al Bashir, he landed in South Africa. South Africa was a signatory. And yeah. the ICC said, Hey, we have your, you know, our fugitive is in your country. You're a member yeah. state, bring him in. Yeah. Um, and then Jacob Zuma at the time just said, Look, um, there's no way we're going to act on this. It's important uh-huh. for the stability of our continent. Um, we're not going to just bring him in just because you guys said so. And that yeah. was it. Did he land in Zim at some point? I feel probably. Like. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought he was still in Zimbabwe, or I maybe I may be confusing um, mm-hmm. him with someone else. But um, no, he okay. passed away. Oh, oh, rest, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace. Um, okay, no, no, no. Wait, I thought he died. Oh, sell not you killing people off. <laughs> no, I think I killed him off. <laughs> no, sorry, he was disposed in 2019 in a coup. He didn't die. He just lost power. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> was wow. No, he lost power in 2019. Um, yeah. Two years okay. or three years after the whole incident in South Africa. Uh huh. Okay. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think I think he was in Zim at some point, mm. or he's probably still in Zim. Okay, no, interesting. Um, uh, not rest in peace, uh, rest alive, Mister Albashir. <laughs> 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 no, thank you, Senna. Thank you, Senna. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed that, and I learned a lot um, about the Hague and and the like. Um. So just turning, turning a, a corner. Have you? <laughs> so I don't know what what what's been in the air, Valentine's. I mean, first of all, Valentine's seemed very dry because I noticed that you know the people who were posting, you know, thanks, you know, like from Thanksgiving, 
we've got Thanksgiving, then you've got Christmas, then you've got New Year, then you've got Valentine. So you have couples always like, oh, me and mine. Ah, oh, happy Merry Christmas from me and mine. <laughs> Matching pajamas. <laughs> yeah. But, but I noticed that the people were posting matching pajamas deep post Valentine's. I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a theory. But okay, go I on. Will... There's something about Valentine's over the last few years mm. that I think has just, it, it's taken, it's taken, a, 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 maybe it's always been the case and I was just too young. But I feel like now, Mama Olympics, like it, it started becoming like Olympics. Like people be like, "Look what Mang Mang's done for me. Look what Mang Mang's yeah. done for me," right? Um, and then be like, "Thanks, Bay," and all of those things. I remember over the years, I just be watching people's mm. Valentine's posts and be like, "Ah, guys, not sending are cool." Um, but this year, I, I feel like people intentionally decided not to post. Mm, mm. Not to go to, they weren't receiving gifts and all of that. Yeah. But I think people just decided not to post just because you might get maybe negative energy on your post. Mm. The next thing, mm. you posted something, he posted me as well, whatever. Or he sent yeah. these to me as well. Whereas on Christmas Day, it's more wholesome. Yeah. Super chill. Most people are posting with family. Um, yeah, and the ones who are posting are married. Yeah, um, you know, or very like deeply within, like a very committed situational relationship. But I feel like for Valentine's, people have intentionally stepped back and just mm. said, "I, I'm not getting involved in this one. I'll just enjoy my spoils in peace." Yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. I think, I think people. Yeah, like it's it's kind of felt a bit dry, and yeah, and may, maybe the only posts I saw were like Americans. But I also do think that it leads to the whole toxic culture that's just there of people in these situations where no one wants to commit. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? I, I think I get what you mean. I think it's reflective of a lot of that um, because. Yeah, I think there were there were many sad tweets that I saw. People were like, "Wow, I can't believe it." <laughs> I didn't receive anything. Like I saw them. Someone <laughs> was like, "I hope your flowers have died." <laughs> I, was like, life. I was like, "How, oh, guys?" And then, <laughs> um, yeah. I think there's there's a feeling probably people don't want to like seem like they're showing off or they yeah. want to act like they're subdued or you don't want to like be like oh look you know they're treating me special yeah yeah angers angers no I I agree and I think people kind of choose the platforms where they do that so like for example like Twitter I think people wouldn't post on Twitter just because then you I think Twitter is just the wild wild west it um, really is Twitter's the ghetto. Yeah, like you, you don't want to. So I noticed that people, if they're posting anything, will be just like on their story, not even like on status. Yeah, yeah, but nothing, nothing sort of like too, too crazy. Which leads me to um. So today I was on the timeline, and 
I don't know what is in the air. I think there's some post-Valentine something, something <laughs> in the air. And I woke up to comments where people were like, oh, do guys write paragraphs too? And I was like, what, what, are, what, are, they, what are they actually talking about? Um, and I came across, uh, let me try and find this tweet. So basically, it was a tweet um, from a guy who was sort of talking about... Uh, a previous relationship and he screenshotted uh, a message that he had sent to his partner at the time where he was articulating what he wanted to be improved right so in some mm. like it's a long long letter um and basically was saying oh we've lived together for a short while but it's also been a long time and he was like oh i love loving you um you know i enjoy it i love babying you i love you know being affectionate um and he was like i'd also love and appreciate a little bit of that treatment to be directed my way as well um and was like oh it's really the small things that make the biggest difference um and then he went on to say you know i don't want to be vague and gave a few practical examples so mm. he was like firstly um do the things I do for you. It could be something as simple as getting up to get something I need if you're in closer proximity. Or cuddle me and touch me the way you love to be cuddled and touched because we're both physically affectionate people. Um, <laughs> this this is the part where I was like, he's like, you're a lazy girlfriend and I'm fully aware of it. It's why I don't mind doing the cleaning and tidying up. When you see I've washed the dishes, meet me halfway and put them away. Or at least don't mix the already used ones with those that are clean. When you mm. see I've tidied up and cleaned, pick up your clothes. Um, and there's like another petty point. Please cook when you can. I get that there are times when you're really tired after a long day. You know, domestic stuff, which really, you know, can seem small but actually over time can cause resentment. So I read the letter and I was actually like, you know what? I, I thought it was a mature uh, letter and I thought it's, you know, the guy articulated his feeling and he didn't leave it vague. He gave examples yeah. like, you know, this is what I would like you to do. And it was just mostly to do with just meeting each other halfway, sort of like in the household with house chores and stuff like that. So I think that's where that's where I first saw the chaos. <sighs> and then <laughs> I just saw tweets. It looked like there was a response. Because I think this guy was responding to mm. a tweet. So these people have now broken up. So this yes. was in response. Um, and then I saw someone i'm assuming apparently this is his ex's friends we're now stopping on the timeline saying um you know you want to be touched please touch a bill like something like the yo guys as a yeah. man evil <laughs> and literally it's like it was so <sighs> entertaining is the wrong word but literally i was on twitter like oh my goodness but it was sad yeah. at the same time because these are just regular people and now their business is kind of out there um so yes yeah, so i just wanted to kind of get your thoughts like are you always um you know are you sometimes sort of like mindful and careful about you know social media and 
what information you put out there just in terms of it could be relationship or whatever because the thing is the sad thing is it can end up like this because mm-hmm. i would be horrified if anyone ever puts <laughs> you know my business on the social media it's just i think it would leave you feeling so powerless and now everyone has a take on your relationship everyone yeah. has a take on you know how you should have done things but but yeah mm-hmm. i just wanted to get your thoughts on that so the unfortunately so the problem is once upon a time this is a personal testimony um it's actually happened twice the first time i um i was going through a lot and i decided to vent on twitter obviously knowing you're heartbroken at times just don't have a site and then Mm. you start quoting weird song lyrics and meltdown (laughs) tweets yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) right until you know one of my homies was like hey my channel up like literally Mm. Um, subbing this person is not going to change what they did so leave it alone so I had to go through and delete all those tweets and whatever yeah. and I did that right but I, I was I wasn't at that moment I wasn't conscious of how someone else a third party might interpret those tweets to yeah. me I'm just showing the world how much of a bad person this person is and how you know what they did is fucked up yeah and on the other side Someone might be like, oh, this guy's just being weird. Why are you being weird? Like, just keep that in your drafts. Like, what the hell? Why are you bringing your things to social media? Right? Yeah. So then I avoided sort of having, you know, any conversations in public about that that aspect of relationships and dating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then a, f- a little bit later, I got dragged into a bit of a stabbing spat with another ex. And it was just mm. the whole toxic situation on both ends. And um, in that scenario, I was definitely at fault because the other person felt aggrieved by my actions, right? So right. in that moment, I was like, Ugh, I probably should have just stepped back and tried to address it privately or let it go, whatever it is, right? Or not be baited mm. to social media. I just think generally the send the most sensitive issues of your relationships are for the two of you yes yeah. you can you know you can post your happy moments or even when you're going through some things but the more intimate details you leave yourself exposed to people's interpretations of it you uh, leave yourself exposed to ridicule um because once the story is out there it's no longer yours right because yeah. i could come on social media and try to give context to something i said to maybe an ex and then mm. say, no, look, I, I didn't mean it that way. But then because it's now on third party, I don't control the interpretation of the narrative. It yeah. will run away. By the time Ned sees it, she's saying, I, I, see, I'm saying, I see it this way. Mm. By the time another person sees it, they also say, I know I see it this way. So I think I've just learned, and you kind of learn as you grow at times with these things. Yeah. Keep the more sensitive especially disputes behind the scenes and Mm. then you show up like mini jamini and you're like okay guys we're getting divorced and it's out of the blue wow (laughs) yeah yeah mini umzalile did you see that (laughs) i saw that yeah gosh the talk is very annoying (laughs) like uh casper needs to knock him out again (laughs) because (laughs) please i'm not sure what's more annoying the things he says with a voice I think the exactly. way he says it is like, oh 
my gosh, shut up. <laughs> exactly. It's like for all the vitriol he's spewing, like at least have some base, you know? <laughs> it's just, oh my God. No, I, I definitely agree with you about, um, and I also agree that when you are in your feelings, oh, and you've just got your phone, oh man, like you can be unhinged. Yeah, and... nothing is more dangerous than a man, not even a woman, a man who's mm. brokenhearted with access to a Twitter account. Oh my God. Can you tweet that, please? That is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't tweet it because that was me once upon a time. <laughs> it's all a learning curve. It is. Yes. And, and it, you know, sometimes you don't realize just how much of a narrative you, you're creating. Um, like you know, you're saying like you could quote lyrics, and you're thinking you're being clever, and you put the lyric side, but people know yeah, yeah. that oh, this, you think she's going clever, through it, or you think that, or you think that um, you get like sympathy. Most yeah. of the time, you get a lot of laughs. Like, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One thing that my friend Tabo will do is DM me a tweet with laughing emojis. <laughs> I can of, imagine. That's how I actually come across a lot of things online on social media. Yeah. So that's why yes, privacy is is you know it's good to have your life sort of out there, but at the same time, maintain privacy with the more sensitive things, which could leave you open to ridicule which you may be uncomfortable with obviously if you have a thick skin and you're like good and you're like fine um, yeah that's up to you and you can own it sharp cool um but if not then you're probably just better off dealing with things behind the scenes exactly and do you know how quicker you heal from an l that you deal with in private like in comparison to to the whole world of people's opinions (laughs) Oh. No, very quickly. If it's not subject to any third party interpretation, yeah. uh, on a podcast, yeah. you you're gonna be you're just gonna open up chats which maybe you'd gotten over. It doesn't even yeah. extend to like romantic situation, it can be even like a job. You've yeah. you've dealt with it, you've dealt with it, you've come and posted on social media, now you're going through that whole process and aggravation again. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, ah, but the timeline is just, yeah, it was, it, I don't know, I don't know what was in the air. It's just, uh, <laughs> and then I saw tweets where people were like, um, obviously, like when Mini Min announced her, her divorce, um, and then obviously people, people were like, oh, I don't believe in love anymore. And then people are like, you no longer believe in marriage. What about your parents' marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's like it's like you know those people who say my relationship goals, mm, uh, mm. random couples they've never met on like Instagram, <laughs> social media, and yeah. I'm like, how about guys, Andy, who are having like successful relationships that you can look up to. Exactly, exactly. No, it can't be. But no, no, that that that, that I thought that was interesting. Um, and then just to, oh. Well, I was going to say to end, but just quickly, um, I want to talk about Kanye West, but I think so many people talk about Kanye West. Um, yeah. That guy is just, he's, he's just something else. But I think that the, 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 the question that I had was, you know, he's doing all of this social media antics saying he wants to get his family back. Uh, what's the craziest thing you've ever done to like get someone back or to prove 
that yeah i'm sorry or to apologize craziest thing i've ever done to apologize to apologize uh i, I probably never done anything out of the top hey mm. like in terms of apologizing getting someone back all of that no i, I don't think i've ever done something that you could look back and be like mm, okay that was ott yeah um, maybe have done ott things with in a relationship but not like a a redemption type of way right right but just in a oh hey um appreciation whatever whatever um, yeah what was the craziest thing let me think about it. but i don't think i have like an over the top like, over the top yeah no i i, I don't think i have thing. as well but but i you know but, someone who, yeah so i was gonna say someone who makes me laugh is snoop dog mm-hmm. i feel like every time like there are allegations about him being unfaithful he always posts his life his wife like <laughs> like like clockwork like clockwork because <laughs> because he just needs to reassure <laughs> Every time it's like and lady boss entertainment the queen i'm just like oh my goodness you know what i've i've never i've never myself like done like an act big act of redemption blah blah yeah. blah royal red cover forgiveness but i've participated in that one of my one of my cousins um once upon a time he mm-hmm. was you know caught um being a bit unfaithful not even a, a bit, bit but, I've quite been unfaithful. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like younger and I'm the like younger, more trustworthy, younger brother type of thing. Mm. So I, I approached to my C. Mm-hmm. I approached to my C. No, no, no. Listen, listen. You know, it wasn't meant to be like that. Yeah. No, Abunjalo. And then also, Melez. I remember even sending ama paragraphs. First of oh all, deny. First, I'd flat out lie. Like, yeah. that was the first. Like, obviously, you can't ever admit. Because, as next thing, <laughs> deny, deny, uh, no, deny. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that <as Matt> says. <laughs> and that was it. Like, literally went through... Um, I think a whole day where I was just saying no, no, uh-huh. no, it's not the case, it's not the case on his behalf, because yeah. I was leveraging the way she viewed me as right, a proxy right. for him. Obviously, I knew he'd like yeah. messed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did did it work? Yes, it worked. She stayed around, but she eventually left after she caught him again. So ah. Uh. Not again. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't give them a chance. <laughs> Be good, comfortable. Oh. oh my god. Hi. I don't know what we're going to do about this thing. Um I don't know. <sighs> yeah. On the on the Kanye thing, me and Tabo discussed it very briefly. Uh-huh. And our, I think my conclusion was that it's a bit obsessive, like yeah. just let it go and leave leave her alone. Um, it's borderline harassment at this point and uh-huh. you know even like texting the current bay and cussing uh-huh. about leave the current person alone exactly and i don't think that's that's a way to get someone 
back, right? No. I, no. I feel like, yes, Kim is like, you know, a public figure and stuff like that. Maybe if he wanted, he would have just yeah. like been posting her and be like, oh, yeah. I miss you. But not this like, yes, kids. Have you, and, have you ever gone back to an ex after they've done you dirty and then they like rolled out a red carpet and asked for forgiveness and another chance? Um, let me think. Wait, kinda, but not, no rolling out of the red carpet and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, not go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Not in that way. Not in not in an intense Kanye way. No. All right. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, but um, but 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 no, but no, um, no, Senna, it's been it's been it's been interesting. Was there anything else before we before we go? Um, I had something that I wanted yes. uh, just before we leave. A uh, uh-huh. hundred episodes and all. Uh, congratulations. We we give thanks. We give thanks. Um, Thank you. Uh, you watched the Tinder swindler. Um, <laughs> Just before we 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 head off, <laughs> uh, did you mention what you want swindled meant? Yeah, on Twitter, by the Twitter, Twitter. Yeah. Wait. So um, was I could have It might be a Patreon episode, Angazi. Um, <laughs> See that I have too many stories. Okay, I might as well just. But cuff, I was cuff. curious about that one. No, no, no. I'll just say cuff, cuff. So basically, um, and and guys, Twitter people, like if you are on Twitter, <laughs> very toxic site. Um, yeah. I, I I think twenty eighteen was when I, so I was like one of those people who had Twitter. I used to you know regularly. I used to just go on it, but I didn't get it. Um, I literally just used to go and tweet about Beyonce, like yeah. literally. <laughs> from like 2010 or whatever like i literally just that's what that's how i even got my username um because at the time like a lot of beyonce fans oh you're a diva, either call them, a yeah. diva. exactly exactly so some people do like whatever fierce or whatever diva um and because malika means angel and natasha means angel so um so so that's how i got my name and then <laughs> 20 but almost end of 2017 2018 is when i went on twitter and then i think that's when there was this flag i think this flag was like 2016 yeah 26 yeah so i think that's when like i just started understanding twitter a little bit more and just being a little bit more active and obviously that's when like zimbabweans were connecting because it was like this flag and stuff like that so i just share this to say i was just naive like you know i was actually i actually thought you know people on twitter are real p- people <laughs> you know you know like how people tweeted them like i'm i'm just a twitter i'm just a twitter person you know when they say if someone dms that says i'm in your city it's like no no don't mm. worry I'm, I'm not a real person <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just a twitter person but anyway so i just started you know talking to this guy first of all i noticed he was in my mentions janin Jani. um Mm. now i was about to put his name on blast let me not um 
And yeah. <laughs> then, then, then we started talking, started talking. This is, this is when I thought real things can come from Twitter. I didn't know that, <laughs> that nothing, no good thing can come, can from, come Twitter. from Twitter. I thought, you know, so we were talking, we're talking, we're talking. And, um, you know, we were at the time he was in Zim. Um, and yeah, I was here. <sighs> okay. I'm going to share this. This is the last time I'm sharing a story. So this guy used to be a radio, he used to be a radio sportscaster. So he used okay. to go on radio, which I don't remember that the, the, the Zim radios, but like uh, commenting on like Highlanders, uh, versus Caps. Oh, like, like a sports or, commentator. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, so Obviously, I was like fascinated by the whole thing. So, like, sometimes he would send me the link to like tune in, then he'd be like, Oh, we've got whatever from uh, the UK. So, me, I'm thinking, Oh my God, this guy is serious about me. He's shouting me out on radio, right? So, I it 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 it, it caused a false sense of, you know, <laughs> like, Oh, maybe things, things, things are progressing. Um, and we're talking about, Oh, going home and stuff like that, right? Oh, you know, when you go home, meet meet each other, and then and then obviously, we local tender. You know, oh, this tender, this tender, that tender, that. Um, and then, so he was like saying, like, there were some projects, there were some roads that uh, he said that they got a tender for whatever. So this was this whole big thing, like, oh, we, we, we've got tenders for this place in Harare, da, 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 da. we'll make X amount. Blah 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 blah. Then one time, umuntu amfonele ekraisegile. I said, "Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I need X amount for da 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 to pay these people. Otherwise, if it's not done, da da da." So I'm just like, so he's like, "I'm really really sorry to ask, but could you, you know, sort me out?" Then I was like, "Ah." You know, I think at the time it was like $300. I mean, which is a lot of money, right? That's a lot of money. Naturally, No, I didn't. So then, <laughs> 300 bucks. No, so then he was like, he was like, um, I will, he was like, I'll, I'll send it back to you or I can sort your family, like in Zim. I can, and I was just like, oh. so I, I just said, so I don't even think I sent 300. I think I sent like 200 and something because I didn't have like the money. And then this is where, he got me right so he then sends he asks for my people's details right and then i think he eco cashed like a few days after right almost kind of like i don't know 30 dollars worth or something right he was just like oh this is what i've just come across so i've just you know sent it to them in the meantime so i had a false sense of like oh, okay maybe right mm-hmm. And then, literally, the next less than two weeks, another crisis. <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. Oh. Um, to, uh, you know, mm. yeah, this is, uh, please. So now I'm kind of like off the back of that little money that had been sent to my folks and, and being mm. like, okay maybe but i think this time it wasn't as much but mm. i remember i said and and then 
Um, yeah, then later on is Dory. Mm, um, of course. Where is where is the is Dory? Is Dory? Is Dory? It was yeah. It was that was <sighs> that was my Twitter. Uh, Your Twitter I, I swindler. Know, I don't even know if he's still on Twitter. I remember. I think I muted him or something. Um, hey, I don't did, did you get your money back? No. Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't. not even like a cent. No, 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 I did Yo. not. I did not. Listen, that's what I'm saying. I think I remember one time supping on the timeline. And oh, and then he had a friend. Okay, now I've now I'm but I'll, I'll say then he had a friend who was his really good friend, right? Who I think yeah. is still on the timeline. I think I may DM and ask. And then the friend once DM'd me asking me for money. But apparently he was asking a lot of people for money, mm. right? Um, and then I was I was already like, hell no, your dude, you know, owes me money. And he was like, oh, my, I'm really sorry about that. Da, 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 da. But then I know that this guy as well was because mm. I was in a, 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 a WhatsApp group and some people were like, yeah, he's asked me for money too. He's asked me. And, and so it was like, their yeah, hustle. I think so. Yeah, hey, and then like it would give, yeah. So to, to share is to care. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. That's when I thought I was. I mean, I wouldn't do that now, but it's when I really thought good things can come from Twitter. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, they were like, no, okay, Twitter's the ghetto. <laughs> I, I was like, no, Twitter is the ghetto. No and, shame. Twitter is yeah. literally when you're coming from any other social media application, maybe Instagram, especially Instagram to Twitter, yeah. or even Facebook to Twitter, but I think Facebook is more interactive. So Instagram, especially because all interactions on Instagram are usually very friendly. Yeah. When you come from Facebook to Twitter, it's like, literally, there's just lurkers, there's hyenas waiting for you. There's people just waiting to mug you. And that's literally what it's like. There's people that are just shouting. There's angry people. It's it's just messy. It's, it's it, it is the pits. It is the pits. It, it literally is the pits. And you know, now that I'm talking about it, maybe I may investigate where this guy is. But I I ended up just leaving it because I was just like, you know, hey, three hundred dollars can fix a few of my problems right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't it wasn't like I had it in abundance, but it was just more of somebody saying, you know yeah. what, if this comes through, you know, you know, in Zim, like people can make such a windfall, like they can make so much money from mm-hmm. stuff. But who yeah, yeah. You you would wrong Side note, the woman was wrong in Acrimony. I watched that movie for the first time. You haven't watched it, right? Uh, I'll try not to spoil it for you. But uh, for everyone who's watched it, the woman is definitely wrong. There's no world where she is not wrong. But for today, guys. And that's that's a good note to end on. So, guys, if you're if you're listening, if you okay, two things. If you're listening, if you watched Acrimony, who was wrong? Please tweet us. Who was wrong? Tweet 
uh, Galen Sky's tweet sender tell us who was wrong. And if you have not watched it, let's make a date. Let's watch Akrimon. I'm going to try and watch it this whether this weekend or something and then i will share my thoughts on the social medias uh i definitely need to watch i feel like i feel like i know what's happened because people people get so passionate when you ask about (laughs) paragraphs. (laughs) i i will say tyler perry's portrayal of black women Mm. is not the best in that movie oh okay yeah Mm, interesting 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 okay no um we, we will i i keep i keep writing like possible episode titles i've written acrimony i've written park station but we'll see <laughs> where, we'll, where we will land but no senna again thank you thank you thank you so much for joining us um you know just before you close off please tell people where they can find you uh where they can find six foot weights um yeah um, yeah, of course, um, it's at Senami Sumoy on all social media platforms. Um, IP Thursday will be back before the end of the month. So that's mm-hmm. yay. Um, so yeah, if, if you want to read up on intellectual property, that'll be on my social media. And of course, um, the podcast is at six foot weight. So that's six FT and then weights. Um, the word waits. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's a podcast I have with my best friend Tabo, and we just we talk about everything, similar to Girl and Skies, but you know, it's just two younger guys, and uh-huh. just the difference, really. So yeah, give us a follow, give us a listen. I'm sure you guys won't be disappointed. Please do, and just quickly, I've always wondered why six foot weights. Because Tabo's six foot tall, and I like lifting weights. How tall are you? Um, probably just what? about five nine, five eight. I'm not over six feet, so I'm about hundred and eighty centimeters. Okay, cause I thought, cause I was wondering if it was after the Little Wayne song, you know, six foot, seven foot. No, no, no. Oh. It's it's literally because every time, if if you listen to like our previous episodes, yeah, Tabo, uh, it's it's his thing. He will never forget to mention that he's six foot four. <laughs> always throw it in yeah so i'm six foot four uh so i went to this guy and he told me i'm six foot four um yeah uh being six foot four is so hard uh you know my guy my guy he's, we the, get he's it. that guy you're six foot okay. four what the cool. hell <laughs> i've always had I, I don't know why i just thought oh maybe they're little wayne fat fans because every time no, I no, no. six foot seven foot i'm like oh <laughs> no, no, no! It, it's 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 um it literally comes from from just his height and my lack for weights. Um, his his fiance is the one who actually came up with the name. Ah, it's a lot. It's it's a catchy name. I love it's it. Very I catchy. Love it. I love it too. I yeah, it yeah. Too. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, thank you so much, Senna. Guys, make sure you follow him. Um, support IP Thursday. Make sure you listen to the podcast. Um, I have been Natasha. I'm Ed Malaka Diva on social media, uh, on Twitter only. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. To, I have no other social media. I am only oh, on Twitter. Okay. It's Malaka Diva <laughs> because I've been seeing some Instagram requests, and I'm like, how how you get here? <laughs> like, please. <laughs> because uh um, yeah would you but ever it, make it would you ever make it public uh no okay. Uh, okay maybe i don't know i don't know i i 
because I'm so because I feel like I share more of myself on Instagram. Mm. Well, aspects of myself that I wouldn't public. I I don't know. It's just different platforms. And it's more like, intimate. Instagram's very intimate. Exactly. Exactly. So, I yeah. maybe I'll make it public if you know I want them to find. You know when they're like, oh, is this her? Mm, okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll just make it public for Unless a day. <laughs> just, just so that those who are doing investigations are like, well, you know, uh-huh. yeah, because usually when people meet you like on Twitter and they find you interesting, they immediately go, yeah, to your IG just to <laughs> see exactly because that's exactly. where I think your Instagram is like the, the your face, right? That's exactly. Your Exactly, exactly. I think Twitter is a more humble me. Instagram is the more I have more fun. <laughs> yes, definitely. You can be like, hey, this is what it is. This is me. This is my yeah. friends. This is my family. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and we are at Gallant's Guys uh, on all social media, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, we're now on TikTok as well. So check us out, uh, Gallant's Guys. And also, Koli is at Koli MC. Uh, on twitter as well so so yeah no this is us this is us and again thank you so much Senna. it is always always a pleasure it's always a pleasure thanks for having me nat no no you are so, so, so if she's not careful as touch is kundla forever <laughs> can you do can you do two podcasts <laughs> it's a lot of work <laughs> record tuesday and wednesday oh my god you would be wiped out um but 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 no we, i'm looking forward to listening to your guys part um hopefully we'll get this out mm, let me not over promise well it, it will be out by the end of the week but hopefully sooner we'll see if i'm inspired <laughs> all right all right all right no Ned, uh, thank you so much no no thank you thank you thank you thank you so much senna speak to you later later bye